1: Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without autopay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. com.
2: It is good to be alive right now. Take nothing for granted. Yesterday I had. A, by the way, Paul Douglas with you. Thank you for uh, popping on and joining us on a Monday. Had a chance to play. Nine holes of golf yesterday morning with my son who just got out of the Navy, who's really a good golfer. I I should be caddying for him. I should not be golfing, but um, I was out there with him, and the golf was secondary. My golfing sucked. Big surprise. But I find if I want to really know what my sons are thinking, go golfing for two hours. They kind of open up. People admit things on the golf course they would not admit anywhere else it's it's kind of weird so that's how I spent my Sunday morning had a nice brunch and then uh, hung out with our grandson in the afternoon you so, did you see the eclipse yesterday
3: yeah did sort you, of yeah sort of accidentally I knew it was happening and you know and had thought about it once and then I happened to be driving home and it was right at, right about 11 p.m last night I was pulling into my neighborhood and I go, oh there's the moon and it it had that sort of smudgy orange look to it that was i mean right away you could tell like this is smudgy. not a normal yeah but it wasn't it wasn't like a full solid color it was a little right. kind of yeah, smudgy i guess is the way i can and it was kind of like a rust orange uh, but it it was pretty cool i like that stuff i don't go out of my way to you know look at it but I, I got home and walked out in the street and looked at it for a few minutes and it was kind of cool
2: did you weep for joy no Were there, did any tears come into your eyes uh, no just savoring the moment <laughs> No, not really.
3: It's more of a oh, that's neat kind of a thing. I don't know. Yeah, why do you yeah. do you look at it and like contemplate the meaning of the universe and stuff? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not nearly that deep. Okay, <laughs> me <No>. either. <laughs> I'm like, what's what's wrong with
2: the moon? Yeah, and, yeah, right. <laughs> another sign of the apocalypse. I look. I I like astronomy. Um, I do. And I deferred to the experts like Mike Lynch, who has more astronomical equipment. He must have six or eight scopes. I know Mike was on with uh, Venita this morning talking about the the lunar eclipse. I'm just glad the weather cooperated and that skies were clear and so many people had a chance to see that. But, um, oh, my goodness. Um, Anyway, if you missed it at 4.08, Jordana Green joined us. She's going to be taking a medical leave of absence for a few weeks. And thank you to everybody. And I mean, really, thank you to the people who have written her and sent cards and uh, words of encouragement and hope. It has meant so much to her. She was supposed to be on today. This morning on the show call, it was uh, pretty apparent to DJ and I that... um, Jordana needed to take today off and tomorrow off because Wednesday morning she goes down to the Mayo Clinic and uh, some brutal chemo coming up and radiology radiation as well uh, to knock down any lingering leukemia in her bloodstream and in her bone marrow because she will be getting a bone marrow transplant at the Mayo Clinic on May 26th. And, um, it's, it, you know, it's a tough procedure for everyone who goes through a bone marrow transplant. It's, it's brutal. And so am I worried about Jordana? Yeah, I'd be insane not to be worried about Jordana. I know she's in great hands. She has great doctors, you know, arguably the best technology on the planet at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester. Thank God that's in our backyard. But, um, I'm worried about her, and um, we will be bringing you updates as soon as she is able to get back on and give us an update. She's been very good about that. I mean, playing injured, calling when she should not have been calling, and, you know, no BS. Just Here's how I've, I really feel today, and, uh, you know, she puts on a brave face for all of us, and especially her family, but I know the energy... Required to put on that brave face, and um, it's 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 hard. She's she's anxious. I I wish I could take it away from her. Uh, I wish I could bear the pain that she's going through right now. And I know so many people that are going through tough times right now. I have a niece um, who just she's in Oregon, and they just removed a, a giant cyst. From her stomach and they had to take her ovaries out in the process i have a next door neighbor who's uh, who's you know struggling with cancer right now i've got a couple of friends that are struggling with cancer and to everybody who's going through any kind of a life-threatening situation right now you know the technology thank god we live in a great state where there is such amazing medical care but i think on top of that You can't hurt with prayer, because sometimes it does take a miracle. So thank you for uh, checking in about Jordana, and we'll keep you posted as we learn more. The Twin Cities Auto Show is going on through Sunday at the state fairgrounds. A lot of amazing vehicles out there. If you're thinking of any kind of a vehicle, including a hybrid or an electric vehicle, you might want to check it out. And you can take a number of these cars for test drives. When we come back, we'll talk about Toyota and their vision of an electrified future when we come back on CCO. Paul, back with you. Yeah, I like cars. Ah, Boy. And I know, you know, a lot of futuristic predictions about what's going to happen, self-driving vehicles, and we won't have to drive. I like to drive most days. Stuck in traffic, commuting, eh. But most of the time, I enjoy getting behind the wheel. It's kind of a, it's an escape, right? Fewer people can bother you when you're in your vehicle. Oh, boy. Uh, I do want to mention that um, if we have some veterans or active military listening right now, tomorrow... All active military and all veterans receive free admission to the Twin Cities Auto Show. Thanks to our friends at Toyota. And guests and family members accompanying military professionals receive half off the gate admission. It's going to be a great day tomorrow at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds for the Twin Cities Auto Show, which is incredible. Uh, I was out. Most of the day on Saturday, I'm going to be out again on Wednesday, checking out all of the options, including the electric versions, the hybrids. Joining us right now to talk about what Toyota is doing this year is Kurt McAllister, Midwest Public Relations Manager for Toyota. Kurt, welcome to the show.
4: Hey, good afternoon, Paul. Thanks for having me on.
2: Absolutely. And just in my defense, I've I've had a number of Toyotas, I've had 40 vehicles since I turned 16. One day I was bored and I sat down and just tried to remember all the vehicles I've owned. And a couple of great Land Cruisers and a Supra and a Camry. And my oldest son, Walt, has one of your amazing RAV4 hybrids. He insists that he gets 40 miles to the gallon on that thing. It's a beautiful SUV. And 40 MPG, especially when gas is so expensive, that sounds great. I had a chance to drive the uh, the new Toyota RAV4 Prime out mm-hmm. at the auto show. It's one of a number of hybrids and EVs that people can test drive. What are you most excited about this year?
4: Well, you know, we're we bringing actually 40 vehicles to uh, the fairgrounds this year. So it shows our complexity and the diversity of our lineup. Uh, maybe some vehicles that will be of interest to, to Minnesotans are, we're bringing the all new Tundra, uh, and our all new Sequoia, which is our largest SUV. And not only is there exterior differences and internal, but both these vehicles are not going to be offered in hybrids. So the hybridization is now, uh, went across our entire lineup now that we've wow. went kind of on those, 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 uh, body on frame trucks. Um, so, and we also, for kind of that, that G Wiz effect, we actually have a vehicle we call Tacozilla. <laughs> so we've taken our Tacoma and we've made it a camper and we've also converted into kind of one of these overlanding micro houses. So, uh, overlanding is becoming a big phenomenon right now. And so, uh, this kind of shows you what you could do with a little bit of money and a little bit of ingenuity. And you touched on it at the top of the show. We're bringing our all new BZ4X electric vehicle to Minnesota.
2: Yeah, that, that, that's an amazing ride. Uh, that's, that's your first all-electric Toyota. And look, uh, the whole beyond zero concept that Toyota is now extolling, That I mean, do you see electric as the future? I know Toyota has also made big investments in hydrogen. Are, is Toyota hedging its bets? Or how do you see the future shaking out?
4: You know, our our future really started 22 years ago. Um, the electrification movement served with the hybrids. And here we are, 22 years later, we've sold 15 million hybrids globally, which is, I think, like 90% of the market globally. And so for us, this is just a natural progression. We we actually dabbled in EVs about a decade ago when we partnered with Tesla to bring a RAV4, hybrid to, uh, sorry, a RAV4 EV to market. It was a vehicle that was ahead of its time, and so we didn't sell a whole lot of them. So we've really never been that far from the EV space. But, yes, now with this beyond-zero movement, um, it, it's here. Our our president and CEO, Akio Toyota, in December announced that by 2030, we're going to have 30 brand-new battery electric vehicles across the entire Toyota and Lexus lineup globally. And so that will probably equate to about 3.5 million vehicles sold uh, across the planet. And for us, it's, a, it's going to be a $70 billion investment as a company. So for us, EVs are here. Um, but at the same time, we're not giving up on people who want to drive gas variants or hybrids or, as you mentioned, fuel cells.
2: Yeah. And, and look, full disclosure, I still love my gas-powered vehicles. Am I concerned about the environment and the impact on the environment? Absolutely. My goal is to gradually phase out gas and gradually ramp up with electrification. And my daily driver is an EV. It gets me everywhere I need to go. I'm saving money, and uh, it's just fun to drive. Can you talk a little bit about the difference? And I know range anxiety, you know, running out of electrons is a real concern for a lot of people. If you live in the metro and you've got a, you know, 20-mile commute, EVs just make a lot of sense for a lot of people. But talk a little bit about the hybrids as sort of a a bridge to get you to a a full-blown EV when we have more charging stations out there. So hopefully range anxiety fades over time. But can you help listeners who are trying to figure out whether or not it's time to take the plunge with an EV Or maybe a hybrid would be a good in-between.
4: You know, I I think a hybrid is a perfect bridge, to be honest with you, Paul. Um, Actually, the last few months, 40% of all all of our new car sales across the country have been uh, hybrids. So Americans are are taking notice. Yes, rising gas prices is probably driving some of that. But, you know, years ago, hybrids would be seen as these kind of sluggish vehicles. Um, now there's as much of a performance message as there is are gas oh, yeah. gaming. You mentioned that your son drove the, uh, the RAV4 Prime. That's yep. a vehicle that has 301 horsepower, <laughs> and it's a hybrid. And it, it'll oh, it throw goes. you back in your seat. Yeah, it, yep. it, it'll throw you back in your seat. So, you know, people that are concerned about about gas, I mean, I I drive a Venza, uh, which is a hybrid. And I, I get somewhere between 400 and 420 miles between gas ups, fill-ups. So the the performance is there, the savings is there. Um, you know, it, range anxiety yeah I can understand that. Um, but the EVs on the market now are, are getting a little bit more range. Our our BZ4X will get about 250 miles between charges, um, which again is a great commuter vehicle. But yes, the the hybrids. I mean, we, we can't push those hard enough.
2: Well. With a son who just got out of the Navy, who's now a veteran, Uh, I want to thank you on behalf of all veterans and families of veterans uh, for sponsoring Military Appreciation Night tomorrow. Uh, That's very cool. I know this is what, this is the eighth consecutive year?
4: Yes, it is the eighth consecutive year. Um, And we do this in conjunction with our Twin Cities Toyota dealers. They're kind of the drivers of this. And, uh, yes, on behalf of Toyota Thank you to all the veterans out there for everything they do for us now and in the past.
2: Absolutely. Midwest Public Relations Manager for Toyota, Kurt McAllister. Thanks for the update today, Kurt. Wish you the very best, and we'll see you at the auto show.
4: Thank you, Paul. Take care.
3: Thank you.
2: DJ, are you going to head out to the auto show?
3: Um, I don't know. I was thinking about it. It's every day till Sunday, you said, right? Every day till Sunday. Okay. And what's great, it's an auto show with food.
2: Oh, well, I didn't know I about picked that. Up, I picked up a sub from Al's Subs. Okay. Which was maybe the best sub I've had in years. And then I finished with Sweet Martha's Chocolate Chip Cookies. So for, for me, it's the best of both worlds. You got cars mm-hmm. and you've got food and you can stretch your legs. It's, you know, it's not... Claustrophobic. There's plenty of space. It's kind of the opening act for yeah. me for the Minnesota State okay. Fair. You okay. get a taste.
3: Uh cheese so. curds?
2: Yes. Oh. Okay. French fries. And right. I yes. think I'm in. I think I'm in then. Let's yes. go. <laughs> yes. It's it it it's win win. All right. When when we come back, a few of the show highlights, including uh, what Jordana had to say about what she's about to go through when we come back on CCO. See I have the illusion of being in control of this show, especially when. (laughs)
1: well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: Jordan is on, <laughs> but but that is an illusion. Uh it's a mirage because you are pushing the buttons. That's right. You are in control. That's DJ. right. That's a lot of responsibility. Ooh,
3: I wonder what this button next to Paul does. guess like, that just turns your whole situation off. You know, yeah. look at that.
2: It's a lot of power. It is. You're kind of drunk with power. That's right not now, true. DJ. That's not true.
3: I'm very well, helpful, aren't I? Most days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's fair. <laughs>
2: you're not giving me a load of you know what. <laughs> Which sometimes I deserve. (laughs) Um, So we like to, I like to talk about disruption. The only predictable thing is change. And if you don't disrupt yourself, there's another company out there that will be happy to disrupt you, whether or not you want it. And uh, boy, healthcare. I don't know anybody who is totally thrilled with the price of health care and what we get for our dollar. So I'm always intrigued when a company comes along with the idea of disrupting healthcare. More choices, lower cost, new options. And a local company, Kavira Health, is doing just that. We had a chance. To uh, chat with Andrew Hedrick on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline earlier in the show, and he talked about how Kavira Health is changing healthcare.
5: Kavira Health, at its core, is effectively a subscription-based primary and urgent care service. So that's everyday healthcare needs. Uh, the the subscription is typically paid for by an employer, and employees and their families in turn receive unlimited, on-demand, completely free access to our clinic, first via telehealth, so through an app on their phone, and then via in-person home visits. So we're actually going to send a board-certified nurse practitioner to the home and deliver care in the living room. So we're on a mission to provide the most convenient and the most affordable everyday health care possible. Um, and, and just to provide a little bit of context, the reason that, that I think this is so important is everyday healthcare does, you know, it's really important for us to get those annual checkups because that's where we do- we discovered those small issues before they become big issues. Um, nice. the, the problem is, is that we have been seeing a decrease in primary care utilization over the last two decades. And if you look at the reasons why, it's basically that primary care is too inconvenient and too expensive. And so, we're here to, to reshape the system and provide care that is really convenient and, and really affordable so that we can catch those issues when they're small.
2: All right. Good luck. It sounds too good to be true, but again, he, DJ, he talked about what, 25, 30 bucks a month? It's telehealth, so a lot of the stuff can be handled with an iPad, right, or on a screen. And then they'll come out to your house and make a house call if you require that.
3: Yeah. And I I asked him this example when I talked to him earlier today. I said, you know, I've I've got a kid maybe who needs their three-year-old checkup or whatever it happens to be. Uh, And he said, yep, no problem. You call us up or you get on the app and you order what you need. And he said a lot of times they can be there within a day or two. So you're not waiting, you're not driving anywhere, you just say, this is what I need, and somebody shows up at your door and they can do anything that they can do in a clinic or an urgent care setting, they can do in your house. It's pretty amazing.
2: And you don't have to schlep your kids yep. to a waiting room yeah. filled with other sick kids. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Well, so, and you can have one kid seeing a doctor in the living room while the other kid's taking a nap or whatever they got to do. Yeah. I mean, it's for families, I, you know, it sounds really great. It's the Geek
2: Squad for healthcare. I like it. I like where that's going, and we wish them the best of luck. Jordana joined us for a segment earlier today. Look, she's going through a lot. Her family is going through a lot. We're all her extended family, so we want to lift her up, keep her in our thoughts and prayers. The next few weeks are going to be rough as she gets a bone marrow transplant. Uh, she talked about how she's preparing mentally and physically for a lengthy stay at the Mayo Clinic.
6: The good news and the bad news about this, the good news is I know what to expect. And the bad news is I know what to expect. You know, the chemo that I did was probably not as intensive recovery as this bone marrow transplant will be. You know, my friend uh, Boyd Hooper is going through this, and he said, you know, the first three to four weeks were really tough. And after four weeks, his nurses told him, you know, now you're turning a corner. So God willing, he will return to full health, and God willing, I will too. Um, But, well, I mean, what do I want people to know? You know, I, I've tried not that I've tried to put a happy face on it. I've been very honest on my caring bridge and on my Instagram with everybody. But look, this morning I woke up and I was scared and I'm scared that, um, you know, I'm I want to be here to see my kids graduate from high school and college. And I want to be here to see my grandbabies and dance at my kids' weddings. And, you know, there's a real chance that that won't happen. So I just want them to know I'm doing my best to take time with my family now, and um, hopefully all will be well. And and you said it, Paul, I'm at the best place on the planet for medical care. I have incredible support from family and friends in my faith. That's what my bone marrow transplant specialist said. He said the three Fs get people through, family, friends, and faith. And I'm so grateful that I have all three of those things, and I have a great work family too, so I have more and um and i want the listeners to know, to know that they've all helped me that you know i haven't responded to all of their letters but they've helped me get through this once they're going to help me get through this again and god willing i'll be back on the air with you in a few months
2: may the force be with you jor and uh, we're all with you uh we're we're holding you up and um uh, hoping for the best i know you're going to you're going to get through this it it's been a hellacious year and a half for you and your family, but, um, we're with you. We're with you. And, uh, we certainly empathize with what you're going through. So when we come back a story, I I thought it was something in the onion, but it turns out it's real. There's a, a couple, uh, that are suing for grandchildren. If your kid's didn't have kids would you consider suing them to have grandchildren uh it apparently it's a thing uh that unbelievable story when we come back on cco breach terms if we can't reach an agreement we can always litigate right let's let a judge decide let's let a jury decide so here's the thing um I wanted grandchildren. I think a lot of people do want grandchildren. It It is one of the best things in life. It's as good as people told me it would be because you rent versus buy. You just lease them, you play with them, you love them, and you hand them back. So it's a good deal. But would I sue my kids if they didn't give me grandchildren? No, I don't. God, I hope not. I don't think I would. But a couple in India have gone beyond the standard guilt trips trying to get their son to cough up a grandchild. Sanjeev and Sadhana Prasad said they will sue their son for $650,000 if his wife does not get pregnant within one year. This, according to a story at The Guardian. Quote, my son has been married for six years, but they are still not planning a baby, according to a legal brief they filed. He goes on to say, at least if we have a grandchild to spend time with, our pain will become bearable. And apparently, DJ, this couple arrived at that price, $650,000 as a form of payback. For their investment in the couple's lavish wedding, which included a five-star hotel, a luxury car, and a honeymoon, in addition to paying for the son to become a pilot. A court in northern India will hear the case today. So we'll keep you posted on that. But that, I mean, nothing surprises me anymore. Maybe it should. But uh, that that seems a little above and beyond, don't you think so?
3: I was trying to sit here and figure out how I could play devil's advocate and say, well, in a different culture and every time, and I I don't think I can do it. No, that's ludicrous. I mean, even I mean I mean the family unit is different in different places in the world. That's just a fact, right? And the right. way families operate and communicate and the role of different people in a family is is different in different parts of the world, and that's okay, but. To sue your own family because they won't get pregnant is is ludicrous on many levels. It's not a good way to bond with your kids. No, no, no. no.
2: It's public. It's it's now an international story. Really? You think this is good? But I mean, th- this is what we've come to as a society. We don't get what we want. We sue. We sue. Yeah. Nuts. Anyway. Uh, I just also, uh, during the commercial break, I saw there's been some damage up at Lutzen. The covered bridges apparently have been damaged because of flooding. They've gotten crazy rains up north. Northern Minnesota has gotten a lot more rain than far southern Minnesota. But um, I'm just happy that we're having a quieter week. Last week was insane. Over 200 severe storm warnings and tornado warnings And uh, just grateful that uh, the damage and the injuries weren't even more extensive. But you missed the skiing. Are you okay not skiing? You you are, like, hardcore when it comes to (laughs) cross-country. I admire that.
3: Yeah, I am. No, um, it's funny you ask that. I just – I needed some new, like, clips, the thing that hold your skis together uh, when they're in storage, and I went and got those today, so the skis will be going – Uh, back up into the garage where they spend the summer this afternoon. So uh, even I have given up hope of a late-season snowfall.
2: (laughs) I've seen skis that you can use on grass, just like on a lawn.
3: Well, water skiing sounds much more fun. Well, the water skiing would be a lot more fun if the water wasn't 50 degrees. Yeah, well, hopefully the (laughs) water... Hey, I'm a pretty good water skier. I'm not saying I'd get in the water. You just ski on it and go back to shore. Oh, you never fall in, really? I'm not saying I've never fall in, but I've I've gone without getting my hair wet before. It's possible.
2: <laughs> you big shot <laughs> must be must be nice to be young. <laughs> Youth is wasted on the young, as my father <laughs> used to say, and now I I get it now, Dad. Thanks, DJ, you and bet. thank you. We'll catch you tomorrow on CCO. Be safe. And I'm Paul Douglas, your second favorite former meteorologist.